listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson. It's a beautiful morning. There's hardly a cloud in the sky here in Newcastle, Australia. But man, there's a big mustache in the studio, and it's not mine. Oh, is it mine? It's yours, Lawson. I usually get criticized about my mustache. People are like, oh, that thing is all, you know, not very thick. It's, it's kind of, because it's, it's not dark colored. Doesn't have to be dark it's, to be. It's a, it's a, a lighter mode. color. It's not very thin. I think that it's it can grow quite thick, but it's just yeah, it's just not. It's uh, it's it's just it's a bit weird. I get I get called Shaggy Doo sometimes because people <laughs> people say that's what I look like uh, with my mustache. But also speaking of weather, it's like twenty seven degrees right now. Yeah, and the sun I don't even think is up. At seven a.m., we're gonna have a thirty. I'm pretty sure this has been like the hottest week. All, all summer, for all sure. All summer. But, oh, for sure. But, 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 get this, it's not even summer. Oh. We're in autumn already. It's March. Wow. And we're having the hottest week. I don't think we've had a single 40-degree day. This has been perplexing. Like, this is It was easily, a weird summer, for sure. Easily the coldest summer that we, I think we've ever had, at least that I've ever experienced. But I know it was the coldest December and the coldest January yeah. that no, we've ever had. It was the coldest February I ever had. Well, <laughs> yeah, in Finland. Like, yeah, 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 it's sorry. pretty cold over there. Pretty cold. But yeah, overall, like, my summer has been very cold. Yeah. <laughs> mine, mine especially, but yeah. Absolutely. I, and then I came back yesterday, I'm walking, I'm walking to the store and getting blasted by a blow dryer, a giant blow dryer. Um, it was just the wind, but I thought there was just, like, giant one in the parking lot and just, like, oh. <laughs> You know, I was just like, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was, I was, I was down in your area yesterday. It was hot. It was windy. It was not, it was, it was not good. It like, was wild. It, Cause it, what was it? 37, 38 degrees yesterday? Uh, in Fahrenheit. Well, then it would, it would have been <laughs> in the 60s. <laughs> You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. We have great music here on Faith FM, and we have a couple other great things. But the first of those great things is that we give away stuff for free. That is not a great thing. It's a fantastic thing because we just love you guys so much, and uh, we want you guys to be able to grow closer in your relationship with Jesus. And so we want to firstly tell you how to do so, but secondly, give you the resources that will enable you to do so. Good. So, we have two prizes for our quiz this week. It is Journal of the Word, the reference Bible in comfort print. So, it's a little bit little bit bigger. It's not so small. But you've got uh, sections on the outsides, like huge margins that you can write in and write your thoughts and commentary in, as well as the Bible Study Companion Set Conflict of the Ages box set. I want to give that to you for free, both of those things. You just have to get the draw. I love that prize. I actually literally was moving that on my shelf last night. Epic. Just pushing it right there, right where it needed to be. So it was like mm-hmm. prominent in a beautiful position that people walk into the room and go, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right there. Mm. Absolutely. Well, of course, the only way you can win this is by answering quiz questions correctly or quiz clues. Well, quiz, you answer a quiz question correctly based on the quiz clues. Okay. So here we go. Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 29 declares that this will be the only thing inherited by the person who brings trouble on his family. Wow. So, if a person brings trouble on their family, this thing, what on am like I? their own family? On their own family. 
This is what they will inherit. If you know the answer, 0491-064-669. Of course, this is for 500 points. And as we work through the day, the clues get easier and easier and you get less and less points. So if you get it right now, then you get, the big, you get the big bucks. But I do want to challenge people, don't look it up. Yeah. Don't don't go that direction. Well we'll have some Could leniency. You live with yourself? We we wanna we wanna give you some leniency maybe if you're not a regular church attender, but simultaneously we want you to to really to really be in it to win. Use that big brain of yours that God has given you to work out what the what the what the answer is. To remember and to sharpen the sword. I love that game. It's a game that we like to play. Uh sometimes at Arise, sometimes mm-hmm. at different Bible schools where we Basically, the way the sharpening the sword works is you recite a, a memory verse from memory, and then the other per, like if you're in a group, then the other people have to guess the reference. So like, okay, that's John three sixteen, and then the person who gets the reference then has to recite a Bible verse, mm-hmm. and then everyone else in the room can guess. And if they guess the reference, then they get to go as well too. Mm-hmm. And it just is really cool to see the sharpening of the sword. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but you got it's all about Bible memorization. Get into that Bible. But yeah. I'm oh, I'm curious, man. You're, you're I don't know what's going on over here, but I saw you getting ready for the show. Uh, what's happening in Korea? So I was preparing some stories, and this came across me at the very last Just minute. This smacked is, you across this the is, face. This is kind of breaking news. It came out six hours ago, and I was shocked because this seems like good I news. I saw you shocked. Your, your jaw was just just dropped open when you were reading this. Well, earlier. it's seemingly good news, but I'm not, I don't think it is simultaneously. This is, is a very, very strange story. Essentially, it goes like this. I'm riveted. Uh, from 1910 to 1945, South Korea, at least the, the peninsula of South, South Korea, was occupied by the Japanese and colonized by the Japanese. And okay. they used that as okay. a strategic position. Now, that would actually come as a benefit to them when the Korean War happened and Japan surrendered to America and they could, you know, fight communism in Korea and that's when the DMZ was set up and whatnot. But up to that point, um, it was colonized by Japan and a lot of South Koreans were taken to work in labor camps and a lot of women were forced into sex slavery and it was a super heavy thing. And now... Into, ja- into Japan. Into Japan, that's okay. right. So they're yep. taken from South Korea. So these are South Koreans because they're subjugated by the Japanese. Right, right, right. Were taken to do these things. Terrible situation, really awful. And the colonization came to an end in 1945. Because of the end of World War II. That's right. End of World War Two. You know, then eventually the Korean War happens. DMZ is set up. And South Korea is now a booming country and they're, they're doing quite well. But this is this is their history. Now, reparations have just been agreed to be paid to the families of those who are affected by this, to around 150,000 Koreans and their fa- Well, a lot of them are dead, like the majority of them, because 1945 was a long time ago. Yeah. 1910 to 1945. Like 80 years ago, right? It was eight, at least 80 years ago, 80, up, almost, until, yeah. up until 110 years ago. So a lot of those people have, have passed away. Like, this is pre- the colonization began right. pre-World War One, and I think I don't even think there's a, there is a single survivor left alive from World War One. Like, as in, there are every, every single person who participated in World War One has died of old age. Fair enough. So, so it's kind of like the majority of those people have died out, but they've agreed to pay reparations to the family, families. But the the strange part about this is that the South Korean government went to Japan. <laughs> 
to the people accountable and to the companies that, you know, uh, benefited from this forced labor, labor. And they said, like, they went to these companies to get them to pay. And they said no. And so... Wait, the, the sorry, who said no? The Japanese companies. Well, yeah, duh. No, but this is the thing, is that they were working together on this agreement and deal. Then the Japanese companies and the government were like, no. And so now the South Korean government have agreed to pay South Koreans for their enslavement by the Japanese. What? Which is just, this is the part that really shocked me. That had my, my, my mouth open and my, my jaw dropped. I'm like, wait, so the South Korean government, because there was lots of protests by these families saying like, you need to compensate us for the persecution of our families during World War II. Blah, blah, blah. But now the South Korean government are paying reparations for people who were enslaved by the Japanese, which were, which occupied who occupied South Korea during World War II. Well, that just goes to show... Well, first off, I want to say something, and and this might not be a popular opinion. I don't believe in reparations at all. Mm -hmm. Full stop. Like, end of story. Like, Mm -hmm. because none of those people... You said it yourself. None of those people are even alive. Now, Mm -hmm. I understand that has impacted the family history and the, Mm -hmm. the whole situation, and I just don't believe that going down the line and saying, well, you wronged me here, and you wronged me here, and you wronged me here, and you wronged me here... Going down history, like that, that, that's an endless list and everyone owes everyone reparations. That's right. Especially. Like, where does that stop? Especially this far out. Like that's ultimately the thing. You could say like. A Maybe pe- like 10 years, 20 years, even 30 years, but yeah. we're talking 100 plus years ago. Who, the world is a totally different place. And now. even furthermore, it's not like this group of Koreans had been subjugated for time and that today they're still feeling those effects of subjugation because as I said, Japan lost the war. And America prompted both, like, uh, yeah, not prompted, but propped up both Japan and South Korea, like, and to the point where they're booming. Like, I, I don't there see was, the need for any of these reparations. I met this person in Finland. Uh, it was a Brazilian. She was like a university student. Yeah, and we actually got in a quite heated debate about this because she was like saying that American, the American government owes reparations to the people in America. Mm. And then I was like, well, Brazil did the same thing. Like, Portugal literally mm. came and conquered Brazil. Like, what about that? And then she's like, well, that's different. And I was like, no, no, no. You don't get to, like, demonize one government and then say that another one is okay. Yeah. Like, but- all, everywhere, like, th- this is a problem with reparations. It's yeah. an endless tide of wrongdoing. But the morality... the history of the world. Morality of repara- reparations aside... The the perplexing thing about this is that Japan, which yeah. had previously stepped up to the table to pay reparations, have said no. We're not and to. so now the South Korean government is paying for the subjugation of their own people by a foreign entity. Because the foreign entity refuses yeah. to pay. And I'm it like, kind of sounds like the foreign entity is winning again. Yeah, I'm like, if you're Japan, it literally says in the article I'm reading, the Japanese government was delighted to hear the outcome of this deal. Well, Because they're like, we don't need to pay anyone. I was I was just shocked. I'm like, why? But then also, the, the all these people protesting, like, give us money. And now, where does that money come from, from the South Korean government? It comes from tax. From their taxes. So, I... 
Yeah. The madness of reparations. This is so weird. Hey, give us some thoughts. 0491064669. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM. And Blake, guess what? I, well, there's a lot of things. You're wearing an Anaheim Ducks shirt? Yeah, that's right. I like the Ducks. Shout out the Ducks. I have never watched a full hockey game in my life. It's fun, man. Mm. I, I enjoy hockey a have lot, actually. Have you played? No, I mean, me and ice skates, bro. Well, Because my feet are so big, they don't mm-hmm. fit into regular ice mm-hmm. skates. So I don't have the money for custom ones. Man, those those flippers, that's crazy, yeah. bro. I'm, I'm, better at, I'm better when the water is not frozen. Yeah, I'm swimming. Okay, you like swimming? <laughs> I'm built like that. Yeah, you're built for swimming. Yeah, I played a little water polo back really? in the day. I play. I did a lot of swim team stuff, a lot of surfing. Mm-hmm. I like water sports. Okay, but ice sports, it's like ooh. I love watching it though. Hockey is probably probably one of the, the no, it is. It's the fastest team sport in the world. It's just so quick. They just because they're just like right. Like, have you seen them? They're so fast on mm-hmm. the ice. It's crazy. Well, other than ice. We've got a clue for the quiz. Good segue there. Uh, next clue for the quiz right Brilliant here. Brilliant segue. What am I? The Lord God Almighty is he who forms the mountains, reveals his thoughts to man, turns dawn to darkness, and creates this. 0491-064-669. It's a bit poetic here. The Lord God Almighty is he who forms mountains, reveals his thoughts to man, Turns dawn to darkness and reveals this. Wow, I'm just trying to think. Um, I I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Freco got the answer correct. Mm-hmm. So that was for 500 points, Freco. Good work. Wow. But now we're gonna see who else can get it with this next clue. Mm-hmm. I think the first clue was maybe easier than the than than this recent clue. Yeah, this one is incredibly poetic. So I guess it's one of those ones where if you knew the reference. You would be you'd be yeah. winning, but without the reference, it's like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> what is happening? Mm-hmm. And actually, that's the question that we're asking ourselves. That's what, right. What is happening around that's, the world? That's the question I'm asking you right now, Blake. Well, I got this crazy historic scandal that has come up in uh, the beautiful land of Perth. Now, have you been to Perth before? I've never been to Perth. What? Every single person from Perth tells me about how amazing it is. Well, it is amazing. I lived in Perth for about a year. Uh, mm. It is probably my second favorite city in, in Australia. What's the first? Newcastle, oh, for sure. You're lucky. <laughs> That's why I live here. You're lucky. I'm a Novacastrian. I can't help it. Oh, amen. It's a great amen. city. It's just big enough to be a city and just small enough to actually get out. That's right. <laughs> you can That's get, right. You can leave. You could get trapped in the in the infinite loop called... The tunnel system in Sydney, yeah, and you may never escape. Sydney's there could be people driving there just today. Shout out to listeners from Sydney. We feel for you. We feel <laughs> for you. We, we are incredibly compassionate to your awful Flight. situation. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun place to visit, but you got to get in and out quick, like a SWAT team kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Perth is facing a potential nine billion dollar recall of gold bars after selling diluted or what we call Quote, doped bouillon to guess who? Who? China. China. So. To the Shanghai Gold Exchange, SGE. They were selling fake gold. Yes. Is this wild or what? That is hectic. It is super wild. Now, 
This comes after th- this Perth. Okay, check this out. The Perth Gold Department is a little bit wild. Mm-hmm. The guy who has been in charge for a minute is a little bit of a shady character. Mm-hmm. But he has recently retired due to illness. And this is me with my You're little You're doing air quotes. Yeah. Air quotes, yeah. He was like, well, I'm feeling ill. I'm done here. Mm-hmm. What has been happening uh, for the probably, I think it's been about four years, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, since 2018. They intentionally decided to start doping, quote, their gold bouillon. Mm -hmm. So when they're selling it overseas, it's not up to the standards of overseas. Mm -hmm. So what what they've been doing is putting some silver and putting some copper in with the gold. And so people are buying basically unpurified gold. Now, when I'm saying some, we're talking it's still to the 99.9 percentile, right? So it's not like totally fake. Wait, so, because they measure the purity of gold in carrots, right? No, or the... Because uh, diamond, diamonds, diamonds is weight, like as in the carrot is like the size, but in gold, I'm pretty sure the carrot is its purity, right? Or am I, am I, I'm, I might be totally wrong. Those who know anything about jewelry, which is no, not it's myself. No, percent, it's percent purity. So the person okay. that planned to keep just with an industry standard of 99.99% purity only left a minuscule margin of error. So essentially, this is what happened. The Mint began doping its gold as a cost-saving measure in 2018, expecting to save up to $620,000 a year. Now, you have to understand, the Perth Mint sold uh, about $20 billion worth of gold last year alone. So $9 billion is like half a year's wages. Okay, so it's not like they're not going to die you know, by having to pay this back. But essentially what's... On what's on the possibility, three things have happened. Uh, they're under trial because they actually just recently bought uh, gold from there's a London Bullion Market Association, the LBMA. In 2020, uh, this this scandal at the Perth Mint, they bought gold from a convicted killer in Papua New Guinea that was cut with mercury. Right, which is kind of a crazy material. Yeah, it's like this stuff. Yeah, it's just wild stuff. Mercury is just wild. Mm-hmm. Not good for you. Don't touch it, kids. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, the mint kept its accreditation. However, the LBMA, the London Bullion Society, uh, reserves the right to revisit the issue if new information becomes available. But also, the Perth Mint is on is under an ongoing investigation for. Uh, financial crime regulator Austrac into its compliance with Australia's anti-money laundering laws. Also in the news, a do you know Hell's Angels? Have you heard of Hell's Angels? Yep. Yep. The, the bikey gang. The bikey gang. So ex bikey gang member from Hell's Angels walked into Perth Mint. They didn't ask any questions, but he bought something like thirty five thousand dollars of gold in cash. Just walks in, boom. Here's thirty five cash. Buys gold bullion from the Perth Mint. Now, they're saying this is a, a breach because where do he where did he get this money? Where does this money come from? And there's like now an ethical trial as well too. So let me just put it let me put it simply. Perth Mint is under a lot of scrupulous investigation. Mm-hmm. But what this could mean on the international level, because the Perth Mint is one of the 
biggest exporters of gold from Australia. Mm-hmm. It's now sent out basically $9 billion of gold to China. What they're potentially on the hook for is China could say, uh-uh, not on. We paid the right money. you got to take all the gold back, purify it to the standard that it needs to be purified, send it all back on your dime at current market value rate, mm-hmm. which could essentially cost well it would it would cost billions of dollars because this is this is gold that has been exchanged over the years so it have to be at current rate so they would lose tons like they would lose nine billion dollars that's how much it would be lost what i want to say thinking about this is jesus counsels us to buy gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and you anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. Mm. Because Jesus offers something that the Perth Mint can never offer. Mm. And that is the purified gold of faith. Mm -hmm. Right? We should not be putting our faith and our trust in the Perth Mint. (laughs) Definitely. Mm -hmm. Clearly, they have... Clearly, yeah, yeah. I think... Clearly shown untrustworthy, not good to put your faith and trust in the Perth Mint. But in reality, we shouldn't be putting our trust in gold bullion or Bitcoin or crypto or the Australian dollar or the U.S. dollar. But we should be purchasing gold to buy gold from Jesus, Mm. the kind of gold that can never be taken away. Now, gold is a spiritual analogy of faith. Mm. We should be growing our faith in Jesus because no matter what happens, that's pure. That's Mm. pure faith that is given to us by Christ that... No matter come what comes in our life, we can lose our house, we can lose our family, we can lose relationships, we can lose our employment, we can lose everything, our accreditations, but we can't lose the faith that only Jesus can provide. Mm. And so if you want that kind of faith, I want to encourage you right now, pray to Jesus and ask for that gold that is refined in the fire. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Lost, you got another clue for us? Yes, I do. Excellent. Are you ready? I am. God used this to divide the Red Sea from Moses and the Israelites to cross on dry ground. Ooh. Ooh. Things are getting spicy. Oh, this is kind of tricky. Yeah. It's kind of tricky. You know, we want to get you, we we want you to get the answer correct. So I'm just going to say that this is subversive. Okay. Okay, I'm going to give you that little clue. You might be thinking, I know exactly what that is, but do you really know? Have you ever seen it? That's right. 0491-064-669. Slow down, Blake. Slow down. <laughs> we can't go too crazy. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer. If it is, if, if you know what it is, you will go into the draw to win our Bible study companion set, Conflict of the Ages, as well as Journal of the Word, Reference Bible in comfort print. So it's easy to read, but it has massive wide margins that you can write all kinds of awesome stuff in about hopefully about what's happening in the bible you know you could you could write a bunch of random things but zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. again that clue was god used this to divide the red sea for moses and the israelites to cross on dry ground zero four nine one zero six four six six nine 
Today we have a really special guest with us, joining us all the way from Sweden. Well, he was in Sweden the last time I saw him. I'm not sure if he's still there, but I think he is. Uh, Joachim Hjortland, who runs the uh, AFCO, which is Amazing Facts College of Evangelism in Europe. How are you doing today? Now, is it Joachim or Joachim? I always wonder this. Can you hear us today? Uh, it's Joachim. 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 Okay, that's what I thought. I always, I always am trying to figure that out because sometimes the J's are soft, sometimes they're not over there in Europe, and I, I always mess it up. But Joachim, how are you doing this morning? <laughs> yeah. Doing good. It's good to be with you down under, even though it's electronically at least uh, almost in Australia. That feels good. So it's mm. a good, good start of the day. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Now it's a little bit, it's a little bit, it's late in the evening for you while it's morning here for us. Uh, but we are very thankful that you're joining us. And I, I just want our listeners to kind of get an understanding, uh, of who you are and where we met. We met at Impact Sweden. Can you just share with us quickly what is Impact Sweden? Uh, when we met over there in that beautiful, uh, log cabin. Uh, back in August, or maybe that was, yeah, yeah I think it was August. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. In fact, yeah, so it's a youth movement in, in, in Europe. We started it in, in Norway, uh, and it's basically the main thing is we do mission trips. We get we rally together this group of young people, and we, we help the community in different ways to reach out. We help people with physical, mental, spiritual health, and uh, and it's really a blessing for the participants. They They get to experience a little bit like, uh, first early church type of fellowship, you know, we, we study together, we pray together, we share together, we go out and we see answered prayer, we see how God works in people's lives. So, so we started in Norway and then it has spread to like 11 different countries actually now because people are like, man, we should do this in our country and young people get excited and they, they, they help to, to start up impact in the, in their country. So yeah, impact Australia will be, will be nice. Eh? Also. <laughs> Inadvertently, I've been involved in uh, Impact Denmark, Impact Sweden, and Impact Finland, I believe. Uh, I didn't mean to. I just kind of stumbled mm. in to all of them, and I was really impressed. It's a it's a really cool uh, program, and, and it's just like a, uh, it's like a backyard blitz, but with a, a mission purpose behind it as well, too. Now, that's not what you do all the time, though, Joachim. What, what else do you do? No. Oh, yeah, good question. I, I do many things, actually. I just came back from Spain. We had a, uh, it's another mission network I'm involved with. Uh, we had a retreat there. But the main thing I do is um, uh, with AFCO, with the school, yeah, as the director of the mission school. And uh, it's like a four-month mission training program where we, we basically, well, people come, they get to know God better, they learn practical godliness. Uh, they, they learn about the amazing message of the Bible and especially also the message for this time, you know, the prophecies, what, what the Bible says about the time we are living in. But then a, a key emphasis of the program is, we, well, in one sentence, what we do is we call it training tomorrow's soul winners today. Training tomorrow's soul winners today. Oh, so we want wow. to teach the students how to get out there, how to lead people to Jesus, how to share the gospel, how to give Bible studies. And many of the students have never done that before, but what, but what, when they get involved in that, they are, it's so exciting. And, and when they see uh, lives change and people make decisions, and yeah. <clears throat> so I just have a quick question. Like the AFCO, Amazing Facts College of Evangelism Europe, uh, that's mm. run out of Sweden, correct? 
Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, we started it. They had it a few years uh, before uh, in, in in Germany and Portugal, but but then it was uh, we have restarted it and we moved it to to Sweden with a new leadership. And uh, so this is our third year running here in in South Sweden, right next to Denmark. Now, if a person wanted to attend AFCO Europe, do they need to speak Swedish? Uh, good question. No, you, you know, English is perfectly fine. The program is all in English, and also in Sweden, the English profi- the English proficiency is very high. Yeah, I did. I did notice that when I was trying to order um, Swedish food in Stockholm, I, everyone could actually speak English, which made it really easy to get uh, delicious treats there uh, when I was trying to stop by for a fika. I think that's the right word. Is that correct? <laughs> the uh, Are you still with us there, Joachim? All right. I'm not sure what happened to Joachim there. Uh, we we may have lost him in the middle of the phone call. We're can gonna, you hear me now? Oh, we can hear you now, Joachim. Okay, you're back. Yeah. Uh Sorry there. Um, yeah, no, I just I just wanted to say like Stockholm and Sweden in general, uh, and you guys are more closer to Malmo, which is kind of more towards the Denmark side of Sweden, uh, where AFCO is. But it, I have noticed it is a, a lot easier to get around in Sweden than some of the other European countries because of the proficiency of, for an English mm. speaker, at least. Now, uh, Joachim, I just have this question, or I want to I want to encourage you to share with us. How you got to what you're doing now? Like, I know you've had a, a long journey and, and you've written some incredible books as well, too. We can talk about those a little bit later. But where I know you didn't, you didn't just wake up and you were running AFCO. How did you get to this place? Uh, good question. I grew up in a Christian family, and, but I would say it was when I was 15 that I became a Christian. You know, I like to play like this. God doesn't have any grandchildren. He only has children. And uh, someone said... Standing in a, in a, in a garage, well, going to church doesn't make you a Christian more than standing in a garage makes you a car. It can help you, but we all need to make our decision. So anyway, God really changed work in my life a lot. When I was between 15 and 20 years old, I started to actually read the Bible through in a year. I, I joined some Bible study groups about Bible prophecy, and I started to get involved for the first time in mission work. I went to a mission trip to Peru, and, and since then, I like to think of faith as an acronym standing for Fantastic adventures in trusting him. Fantastic adventures in trusting him. And since then, God has opened so many doors for me and, and amazing faith adventures in, in some 25 different countries and you know, six continents and, and things I would have never imagined. You know, I used to think Christianity was boring and you know, the Bible was boring. And I used to be embarrassed of my faith. I used to be ashamed of my faith. But I started to say, whoa, this is beautiful. This is powerful. This is relevant. This is the best thing. And, and, and I started to see that uh, I started to, instead of being embarrassed, I became eager to share. Instead of being ashamed, I, 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 I became an active witness, taking any, any opportunity to share uh, the gospel. Because, you know, I, what I found in, in the Word of God and in Jesus, I wouldn't exchange for anything, you know, what, not one million dollars, mm. not, not, not a daily wage of a million dollars, or become the best football player in the world, which was my big dream, soccer player in the world, uh, because I know that the life my creator and redeemer uh, leads me to live is the best life I could ever live. And anyway, so I got more and more in, involved with mission work, with impact mission trips and this and that, and eventually also teaching and preaching. And eventually, basically, I got this opportunity, uh, step by step, more and more responsibilities. And uh, and I'm very excited for, for this opportunity and this 
this work in ministry, yeah. Joachim, you, you shared some uh, incredible stories at Impact, and I was just wondering if you could share uh, some of uh, your stories from maybe your adventures, if I'm not mistaken, uh, South America? Is that where you, you spent some time in South America? Yes. Uh, yeah, I went to, to Peru. It was my first mission trip. I was like 16 years old. Uh, that was actually from, we had a week of prayer at the school I went to, this Christian school. And yes. this this missionary from, from South America, he was there and he was sharing amazing stories, you know, of angel protection and amazing miracles. You know, they started all these TV channels. They didn't have the money, but then they, they went ahead, ahead in faith and signed contracts and God provided, you know, millions of dollars. And we're like, man, this is amazing. This sounds like it could be taken straight from the book of Acts, you know. And and he made up too. So, and many of us young people, we responded and like, to be on God's side, to seek God first in our lives, and 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 to be involved in, in God's work, and and it was after that I heard about this mission trip, and and me and my friends like, man, let's we should go there, you know, and and God opened the door, you know, I didn't have the money, but God provided the money, you know, if it's God's will, it's God's will, and 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 I was actually <laughs> too young, you had to be actually 18, I wasn't 18, uh, but I, you know, I saw that was some of my first answered prayers, how God, you know, provided the money and all of that. And uh, and I started to so basically through that the priorities of my life started to switch you know from from football to to mission and to you know to to be involved in God's army you know as one of His soldiers for for Christ to not to take life but to to, to bring life to people. <clears throat> That's incredible, uh, Joachim. I'm just also wondering too. You just recently had the four week program at uh, Afco there. Uh, I one of my. Mm. Uh, one of my friends, Ola, was there, uh, who's a fresh, mm, uh, mm. fresh Christian, just came into the church, and he's uh, he's quite the character for for sure. But you, <laughs> yeah. you've how many people have you had uh, come through? Is this the first year it's running? I, I know you've been running for three years, but is this the first year that it was in Malmo, or has it been there for the last three years? Uh, it's the, uh, so, so this year is the third year here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it is, so it is the third uh, yeah, year but, in Malmo where you have a church plant that's happening too. And tell yeah. us a little bit about that church plant. Yeah. 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 So this is the newly planted church, which is the first one in Sweden for, for a couple of decades in our denomination, I think. Uh, it's, it's nice, but it's like, so it's very new. It's almost two years old now. And, uh, we have 25 members, but many more people coming usually. This 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 weekend uh, for church, we had 52 people coming actually, and several of us. I wasn't there even. Uh, several people were, were on wow. the road uh, of the members, uh, so it's a blessing. Uh, and and yeah, Ola, yeah. So we have about 12 students usually. We we were thinking of I don't know if we want to take more because I think it's a nice site, you know, and you get a little bit. You can work closer with the students and with the outreach and and the evangelism and the mentoring. But yeah, it was fun. Ola, so what happened was basically in the last course, a little bit over than a year year ago, he basically stumbled into church one day. Like by accident, we got to know him. Then he started coming a lot. We started Bible studies with him. One of our students started Bible studies with him. The next year, he became a student himself, and he has been very excited, and he has started Bible studies with lots of people and brought many people to church and to different events and and. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's really fun to see new people coming in and how they then start to pass it on to others and, and they get experiences. And, 
yeah, uh, that's uh, yeah, like anywhere, like Ulai's kind of guy, you know, you know him, Blake. Yeah, of he course, can, he's, he's good a, at connecting with people. He can listen in the gym, he can listen whatever. Yeah, it's, he's a, <laughs> a he's a people yeah. magnet for sure. And he was over in uh, the Oikos house. We were doing uh, some work in Helsinki with Adra, uh, the hmm. uh, Adventist uh, Development and Relief Agency there in Helsinki and we you know we caught up again and he was just telling me how much he has loved his experience at AFCO and studying the Bible with people mm. it's been wonderful so we've got about uh, 30 seconds left any final words you'd like to share with our listeners here in Australia about AFCO happening in Europe yeah I would just really encourage you to to go to some kind of school like this you know it's really a blessing for life one of the best experiences in people's life usually and I think like this is something anyone should do. And you're very welcome. It would be great to have some Australian with us as well. And uh, yeah, pray about it at least. Uh, I don't think you, I'm sure you will not regret it going, taking time for something like that. And you will, yeah, it's really an investment for eternity. Really a big blessing. And I've seen that again and again and again for people all over Europe and, and the world that I know that I've made a decision. So yeah, that's my encouragement to you. Thank you so much, Joachim, for joining us here on Faith FM. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.